Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Bully Ray and I get into Monday Night Raw. And listen, there was a lot to be upset about. And believe me, I go on one of my all-time epic rants. But there's also some positives, and we'll talk about that as well right now on the Busted Open Podcast. It, it is, it does get to the point where I think I've said this before, Bully, when I see the color red, right? And red used to be one of my favorite colors. Now when I see red, I get nauseous. It's like clockwork orange. You know, they forced they forced him to sit and watch violent images while listening to Beethoven in the background. So when he heard Beethoven, he would get physically ill. Now when I see the color red, I get physically ill. Thank you, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> you you got to go see the doctor. You got to go see Dr. Vinny Boombots. You got to talk to him a little bit to get, get out all your frustrations. Send them the bill. Oh, my God. Watch yeah. this. It's my bill, Vince. For what? Watching your show. <laughs> Just... And, and you know, you get a lot of – I think it's become bully. And, and listen, I, kn- I know it's become fashionable on Tuesday mornings for me to come on, bust it open, and kill Monday Night Raw. And, Bully, you have done a really good job of taking out that little piece of notepaper from your pocket, opening up, and talking about the positives from Monday Night Raw. So – and I take out, you know, my roll of toilet paper – and then spin all the negative things from Monday Night Raw. But, Bully, and I'm sure uh, we'll get into, there were some positives, especially, I thought, a very good main event last night. I'll agree. If you want to start from the end first, yeah, I thought that was a really strong big man match between Drew and Braun. I I liked it very much. A little bit wonky on the finish with the run-ins. Okay, whatever. They got their point across. Um, I I loved the spot where Drew went for the Claymore, and just because of the sheer size and strength of Braun, Braun was able to snatch him up in a powerbomb and get a false finish out of that. That That was really, really good, and for two big men to be able to do that type of spot about 10 minutes deep into the match you know uh like i said real strong so i liked the main event and last night i found myself liking braun a little more also that's and, you the know Braun, braun want to say yeah and i really 
like in the middle of the show, like before the main event, when MVP approaches Braun in the back and Braun is is doing bicep curls with the bands, you know, Braun just sensed MVP was there. He wasn't, he didn't turn and look at him and he just said, talk. And I really like that. And then when, uh, you know, when Braun eventually did turn around and look dead into MVP's eyes, I, it felt much better than what I've seen from Braun. It felt more real. It fre- felt more natural, you know. And then I don't know if we heard the get these hands last night, much like you. I never need to hear that tagline yeah. again. You know, let, let me see people get those hands as opposed to you telling pe- telling me about it. But yeah, the, 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 those are two little positives from the show last night, the main event and bronze overall demeanor. Yeah, and and first of all, as far as his tagline, I thought Drew McIntyre did a good job of mocking that tagline, like, you know, get these hands out, which he feels like, hey, you know, why are you in this position to become a part of this main event at the next pay-per-view? I thought that was clever. And also, I love what you just said about Braun, because the whole storyline with Shane McMahon is how Braun was stupid. And I got to tell you, there were times watching Monday Night Raw where Shane McMahon was right. Braun was downright stupid. Like, he had no instincts whatsoever. It was good to see him, like, be able to sense that MVP was behind him. I I really did, like, and that's the Braun Strowman that's going to get him over ultimately, and we'll see what happens. Um, Probably could have done without the Adnan Verk talking about, you know, Braun Strowman's going to WrestleMania backlash. Like, probably could have done without that over-the-top uh, thinking like we're, he's going to a WrestleMania main event. But that being said, Bully, that should be a, a very good main event triple threat at Backlash. Three big men that work well together. We haven't had that in a long time. So, yes, I do agree uh, with the right storytelling and psychology in that match. It can be very good. You just mentioned Adnan Verk. Um, this seems – he seems to be – one of the people uh, that is getting bombarded, uh, not with tomatoes, but with uh, uh, negativity. <laughs> Poor John Boris and, again, yeah, yeah. directly in his private area, getting hit by the tomato last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And normally when you get hit by a tomato in the nads, it should be a good thing. But last night it wasn't. Uh, and tomato. You know what a tomato <laughs> is, right? I, I, I do. Tom- uh, uh, tomato. <laughs> I do. <laughs> if a tomato is wrapped around your nads, it's supposed to feel good. Not, wow. not the way it wow. Morrison. Bully um, going blue five minutes into the show this no, morning. No, 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 no. That's not blue. It's red. Anyway, so Adnan uh, Captain Kirk. Uh, Sheik Adnan Al Casey Captain Kirk. Um, on tw- so, p- social media, m- many people don't like him. Here's the thing. I have no reason not to like him, but I have zero reason to like him. I don't, for me, I don't know why I want to listen to this guy. I know why I wanted to listen to Samoa Joe. I don't know why I want to listen to this guy. I know why I wanted to listen to Corey Graves. I don't know why I want to listen to this guy. But, 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 I also didn't know why I wanted to listen to Tom Phillips at one time. But then I really started to enjoy listening to Tom Phillips. I feel that Adnan Verk has to find, obviously, that comfort zone, and it's going to take some time. I thought he was entirely too over the top in that first match last night. Yeah. It's just like, I, 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just old school. When I hear voices behind that commentary table, I want to know, I want to be confident that they understand the wrestling industry and what they're talking about and not just being a talking head and just feeding me the information that the company wants fed to me and just talking about what they see in the ring. Yeah, I mean, listen, the WWE slash WWF bully has been obsessed with names outside the wrestling industry going all the way back to 1985. Like, this is something that Vince McMahon, he loves the presence of outside personalities. And Adnan Verk is that. Like, Adnan Verk, you know, got his name from being a part of ESPN. But when you're in that play-by-play position, you need, I'm not saying that you have to be a Gordon Soley. I'm not saying that you have to be this wealth of knowledge, but you have to have a very, very good understanding of what's going on in that ring. You can't be somebody that's just learning on the fly. I'm sorry. Not when you're the play-by-play guy. You're, you know, you get the analyzation from a Corey Graves and you get some of that humor and color from there. But being Adnan Verk, man, you got to be the foundation of the call each and every Monday night. And I just don't think he's knowledgeable enough. And you're right. I, I, he's trying to find his way. Now, do I think there's too much criticism? Probably. I mean, he was trending, in it, and he wasn't trending in a good way. It was a bad way. He explained in a recent interview that Michael Cole told him, stay off of social media. Don't look at social media because it's going to be negative. And I understand that. But I think the biggest point is what you just said, Bully. Well, why should I like him? Why should I listen to him? You know, Tom Phillips is somebody that was around. Tom Phillips was somebody who worked in the business. Adnan Verk has it. So why why do I need to listen to his calls each and every Monday night? And I actually liked the first and second week from Adnan Verk more than I liked last night. And you just said it. I thought he was a nice, calm voice. Something like a Pat Summerall. Hey, you had Pat Pat Summerall, which was in the NFL, that was a nice, calm, soothing voice that gave you the play-by-play. And John Madden was the one that was screaming and yelling and giving all the verbiage. Last night, Adnan Verk was trying to keep up with everybody else with the oohs and ahs and the woes and everything else. And it it just sounded cliched. And I, I... and listen, last night wasn't a great show, so it's hard to call a show like what we saw last night. But to me, man, whoever's in his ear is giving him the wrong uh, information. I, I liked him much better the first two weeks as opposed to last night. Well, the guy in his ear is Vince McMahon. The guy in his other ear is Kevin Dunn. So at least you know the culprits. Would you like to say anything about that? <laughs> no, I mean, there isn't anything to say about that. You know, that you know, those two- Dave, at the end of the day, it's Vince's bat, his ball, his playing field, his his entire stadium, his arena. You know, what are you going to do? That's what he wants. That's what he, we, he, he wants. And we're going to get into some comments that Vince made on a conference call later on in the show today. Yes. Um, and we're going to kind of break down what he said. I'll try to help decipher. Uh, I just popped huge in my head when you were talking about Michael Cole and Adnan Verk and how you how Michael Cole said to 
Adnan Verk, stay off of social media. Do not look. And it made me think of the ending scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark when Indiana Jones and, uh, and um, oh, what was her name again? Anyway, uh, Karen. <laughs> Karen. Yes. Not that Karen. A different Karen. When Indy and Karen are tied to the post and Indy's telling Karen, don't look, Karen. Don't look. Because if you <laughs> looked, you got, me- you got melted and your face exploded. So, uh yeah, that's that's what happens sometimes when you look at f- social media. You, you, your face does want to explode. Your head does want to explode. Yeah, and and like especially you know we. I, I mean, I don't remember the. I think it was uh, Big Kaz we had on where he doesn't really like to look at social media because you know you can get a whole bunch of positive tweets, but you get that one bad tweet, and that's LA the one that sticks. La, LA night. night. It was La night. You're right. Where you could get a hundred positive tweets but it's that one tweet that gets under your skin that's going to stick with you i get i guess bully that's human nature right but imagine being adnan verk and you're trying a job for the first time and you're working with the wwe that's not your comfort zone if you were to go to social media you have a you probably would have a hard time finding one positive tweet where everything is i mean man good advice from cole just throw your phone into the ocean because there is no need to look at social media if you're at Don Verk right now. Well, I mean, there's been plenty of times where uh, I've, I've said, you know, video killed a radio star and social media is killing the world and Twitter has destroyed the wrestling business. Uh, and it's true. There's entirely, there's a little too much negativity. We've talked about this many a time yeah. when it comes to professional wrestling on Twitter. Um, obviously everybody's going to have an opinion, but some people's opinions are just so mean spirited and, and down and dirty and, you know, scummy that, um, if you read enough of them, it's like you said, it's human nature where it's going to get to you. <coughs> Excuse me. You have to, I have a cough button, but that was a cough just out of nowhere. Um, out of nowhere. <laughs> um, um, you know, when you read enough of this stuff, obviously it can get to you, but you, you have to toughen yourself up in the wrestling business. You know, we talk about thick skin in the wrestling business and being able to handle just about anything that comes your way and the criticisms that's going to come your way. Mm -hmm. You need thick skin when Vince calls you in the office and he has that talk with you. You need thick skin when you go out there and you have a great match, but the agent or the producer didn't like something or Vince didn't like something and they decide to harp on that one thing and you're saying to yourself, but man, what about the other, what about all the other things I did great? How come you're not talking about that? Well, that's kind of like social media is. You got to kind of have real thick skin when it comes to social media. Don't get me wrong, Dave. There are people who deserve it back on social media. Every once in a while, I see you do it. Every once in a while, I, I, I'll do it myself, who deserve a good mafia kick in the face. I call it a, a, a Twitch slap, a Twitter bitch slap, a Twitch slap. Yeah, and you know what? It, and in a way, Bully, though, you're you're not going to learn from the positives. You are going to learn from the negatives. So, like, if you go in the back and there's a Vince McMahon and you did nine out of ten things right and he's only harping on the one that you didn't get right, well, you know what? The next time you go out there, you're going to learn on that one thing you didn't do right. And maybe the next time you go back there, all ten things would be done right. The other thing, too, with Adnan Verk is that you replaced people that I think the fans liked. You know, Tom Phillips, it took a little bit, but the fans really warmed up to him, and I thought he did a tremendous job. And Samoa Joe, we came on each and every Tuesday morning, and when we list the positives of Monday Night Raw, 
The commentating team wasn't one of the things that we killed. We really like Samoa Joe. And now that Samoa Joe is gone, and even though it's not exactly what Adnan Verk is doing on the microphone, a lot of the hate is also coming from the fact that they liked that booth pre-Adnan Verk. Uh, listen, I don't know what the problem was with Joe. I, I the, the problem most likely wasn't his performance at commentary. The problem most likely was that Joe didn't want to do commentary anymore mm -hmm. and wanted to get back in a ring. At least that's what I'm gleaning from what I hear out there. Joe brought credibility to the booth, much like Taz brought credibility to the booth when he was working next to Cole or anytime I hear him. Comparing Samoa Joe to Taz, in my eyes, is a huge compliment. I always thought Taz did a great job back there helping to tell those stories the way a wrestler would want the stories told. And I thought Joe had found a, a, a good mix of giving us just enough of the pro wrestling while feeding us whatever the WWE wanted us to know and believe. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Uh, Riddle and Randy Orton. 
team RK Bro, the team we never knew we needed to see. But now that we've seen it, we love it. What do you think? In your opinion, what is making the relationship between Team RK Bro enjoyable? Uh, kind of why our relationship, I think, is enjoyable. Like you put up it with is? me. Yeah, I, I, I think it is. I mean, after <laughs> what, listening to yesterday's show, um, <laughs> I, I think, I think, bully. <laughs> That it is, because you kind of look at me and you're like, really? I'm doing a show with this guy? But, I mean, come on. I'm a Hall of Famer and this guy is a fucking jabroni. But somehow the chemistry works. Randy Orton looks at Riddle and is like, holy shit. I'm actually standing next to this guy. This guy is fried. But in the ring, they had chemistry together and it worked. Watching Randy Orton, like, kind of smile and laugh makes it entertaining for me because we never get to see Randy smile and laugh. Randy's so serious all the time. <clears throat> it's almost like when I when I watch Randy's face, he's saying to himself, I'm a 14-time champion. <laughs> I, I come from the Orton family. I've been doing this for 20 years now. I'm the best in the game. What am I doing listening to this schmuck? And that's what makes it so entertaining. And he kind of, it's almost like he feels bad for him. Remember the old uh, cartoon? Hey, Spike. Hey, Spike. Hey, Spike. <laughs> ah, shut, shut up. up. And I, I find them to be quite entertaining. And listen, um, two months ago, I think I might have said it for the first time that Riddle was starting to grow on me. Mm-hmm. Now, when I see him on that scooter now, I pop. Like, when he goes whizzing by people that are doing pre-tapes, I pop huge. I, I agree with you. But, but Bully, be honest. How many times have I been yelling and screaming, going on some kind of foolish rant, that you're probably sitting back in your chair thinking, like, I'm in the Hall of Fame, former tag team, <laughs> oh, greatest tag team wrestler of all time, but now I'm sitting listening to this schmuck every single morning. It's probably gone through your head on more than one occasion, right? Just like Randy last night, but doesn't matter. It works. It's it's like the odd couple. It's like Oscar and Felix. Somehow that dynamic works. Sometimes I sit here and you've heard the same, heard me say it many a time where I'll be like, I'll give a good creative idea and then I'll be like, but what do I know? I'm here talking to you. <laughs> and, and it's true, but it's entertaining. And I think Randy and Riddle is extremely entertaining. And you're right. It was about a month ago, Bully, that you said, man, it's starting to grow on me. It's really starting to grow on me. If they tried to do this a month ago, it wouldn't have worked. But Seeing Riddle, and this is where wins are important, seeing Riddle get that victory over Randy Orton, that helps. Why? Because you know what? He did beat Randy Orton. So Randy Orton's got to say to himself, you know what? You know why I got to give this kid the time of day? Because in the ring where I'm supposed to be the master and I'm supposed to be flawless and I'm supposed to be one of the best ever, he beat me. So you know what? Now I got to eat it. And he's eating it, and it's great. Do you think the right team went over last night? You could have built a story if 
if like Randy was able, if Randy lost in that match, if he got pinned, if something happened. Now, if Riddle got pinned, it wouldn't have worked. But you could have built on something if Randy Orton worked. And I got to tell you, like, it sucks that Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin are where they are. But man, there would have been no shame losing to them. I mean, watching that match, go back and watch that match. The chemistry those two have together, how they play off each other, they look like a real tag team. And here's Riddle and Orton getting thrown together. They're not a team. And it would have been kind of funny if, like, Riddle dominated in that match and then Randy Orton got in and got pinned. You could have built on that story off of that. It would have not hurt anybody if Cedric or Shelton could have caught a quick one on Randy, all because of a mistake that Riddle made. And listen, this was Randy's idea. And then Riddle could have been like, I'm so sorry, dude. I'm so sorry, dude. I promise I'll make it up for you. This was your idea anyway, dude. Remember? And then like next week, we see him try to buy buy him a gift and begs Randy for forgiveness. It could have been entertaining if they would have went the other way because of all the sticky stuff that they could have done with Riddle trying to earn back Randy's trust and love. And it would have did world of good for Cedric and Shelton to get a win under their belt. So despite the fact that I liked everything last night, I think I would have loved the options they would have had moving forward if they would have slipped Cedric and Shelton over. Yeah, and you know what? Watching that match last night, Bully, I got to be honest with you, man. I want to see more of Shelton and Cedric. They are a really good tag team. And, man, watching them go in the ring, they... I, I would like to see those tag team titles around their waist one more time. Because I really think if you have, it's kind of wonky now with Monday Night Raw when it comes to tag teams. All you got to do is look at what's going on with the women tag team titles, especially on Raw. We'll get into that later. But if you really want to build your tag team division, can't think I can't think of a better foundation than Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Well, you just said you'd love to see the tag team titles around their waist one more time. Um, what tag team titles? Well, the tag team titles have not been seen since WrestleMania. Talk about being on the back burner. Yep. AJ and almost your raw tag team champions. Haven't seen them since WrestleMania. I don't know. To me. Travesty and travesty in my eyes. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed.
Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley, in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. This is Busted Open. Back here on Busted Open. Dave LaGreca, Holy Red. Uh, what have I, what have I, what have I done to deserve this? There were many times I was repeating the Pet Shop Boys classic lyric from this song uh, when I was watching Raw last night. I mean, bully, uh, let's stop the bullshit, all right? Let's fucking, you know, enough with the happy horse shit. We threw out the positives in the first hour of the show. What the fuck? What the fuck kind of shit mess do they put on the fucking TV every week that I got to fucking sit and watch? I mean, fucks for fuck's sake, man. My God. Dear Lord. I mean, it's the worst fucking show. I mean, come on now. I mean, Gabby, I don't, Gabby and Ed. MLW Gabby and Ed. is better. Gabby NWA is better. On. Ring of Hold Honor on, is better. SmackDown is better. Wait, 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 Dave. AEW is better. This used to be Dave, a great show. Dave. I used to look forward to watching Raw. Now it's like, honey, it's 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 eight o'clock. Aren't you supposed to be watching Raw? I'm like, shit, shit, it's eight. Shit, shit. Gabby and Ed, you got to give me a little credit where credit's due. I was able to hold him off of this for a full hour. It it was an admirable feat, I must say. I'm (laughs) impressed that it happened, and the fact that we made it to the second hour before this happened is... Jesus Christ, I mean, dear God, like, I mean, I'm not... What was wrong the show? You need a bigger boat. Shut the, the fuck show, up. Dave. Shut up. You know nothing about wrestling. Shut your fucking mouth. Just shut it. Shut your mouth. There's thousands of people that know wrestling. Thousands that would love the opportunity. They give their left nut to be a play-by-play voice for, for Raw. And you got Adnan Ferk. Fucking guy doesn't know shit about wrestling. I, I, I need a bigger boat. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Fucking had Samoa Joe and Tom Phillips and legends, Jim Ross, legends do this show. Just let some Tom, Dick, and Harry. Here's a, here's a fucking microphone. Here you go, asshole. Now you're the play-by-play voice on Monday Night Raw. Oh, what did you do before that? I did a podcast with Michael Barty. Well, here you go. If you did that, you could do wrestling. Any Tom, Dick, or Adnan. Oh, God's Bully. sakes. Yes. Forget it. He's rolling. Oh, no, let him go past the quarter hour. Let's roll into the next quarter hour. It's be better for the ratings. You know what would be great? You know what would be great for Rhea Ripley? You know, I, 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 can, I can just see the creative room. Like the room all it. creative. You know, like you got one guy with his fucking finger up his nose digging for gold. You know, picking his nose. The other one, the other guy picking his ass. Ooh, look the other person just like going, oh, look at there's a butterfly. Oh, look Ooh, at look. the. This is the creative room for Monday Night Raw. And somebody there who gets paid a lot of money, a lot more money than I get paid to do this show. So who's the fool? It's like, you know what? You know, you know what we haven't done? 
You know what we need to do? Rhea Ripley's really not. We haven't defined her character, her personality. I mean, we're trying everything. I mean, we gave her the title for crying out loud at WrestleMania. You know? I mean, what 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 more could we do? What I mean, it's, it's just not there yet. Oh, you know what? We'll team her up with Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. That, that's it. That's it. That's what we need to. Yeah, and everybody there, the guy with the finger up his nose, picking his nose, digging for gold. The guy that's, you know, picking his ass. And the other one that's going, ooh, butterflies. They're all like, yes. That's what we need to do. We need to put Rhea Ripley with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Because it's not good enough to ruin Shayna Baszler. Oh, no. Let's get the Raw Women's Champion and get her. And then, you know, they all slip and slide. Ooh, this is fun. It's a slip and slide. Summer's coming. Let's slip on the wall. And then Rhea Ripley's in the ring just watching Nia Jax go, woo, this is fun. I hope everybody watching this is having fun too. Aren't we having fun? Because the job of the WWE is to put smiles on people's faces. Don't you know it? Look at Nia. Look at Nia. She fell. Oh, she got up and she fell again. Naya! Naya fell again! Bunch of fucking idiots! You're all idiots! Jeez Louise! God! Jeez, what the fuck am I doing with my life? You know, I went to college. You know? I mean, you know, with Raw on Monday night, I gotta look. My wife is like, it's 8 o'clock, and I'm like, oh god, the color. I gotta look at the color red for three hours. Oh, uh, I went to college. Oh I'm, a sm- I'm a smart. I'm, I'm smart. I know things. I'm not dumb. I'm not dumb like you think. I'm smart and I want respect. Uh, oh, okay, Fredo. <laughs> That's your new name. You're Fredo. I am. I'm Fredo. I'm Fredo. Oh. So what you maybe that to say maybe is- my rant was ill timed. Maybe I should have waited for the third hour like Raw did, but I had to let it yeah. out. There you go. Ed, did you want to say something? Go I ahead. just want to say, Dave, next time you try and catch a fish, say a Hail Mary. <laughs> yeah, right. That would put me out maybe, of my misery. You know what? Maybe a lobotomy would help. They take a little piece of your brain out and put it in a jar. And then you'll I, I it out. I tweeted out bully yesterday. I feel I feel bad for Rhea Ripley. Like she's got to be. What was hey? You text you texted me poor Rhea, and what did I text you back? DOA, which stands for dead on arrival. Done. Rhea Ripley, who is your Raw Women's Tag Team Champion, was in the ring last night. And hit her finish on the legal woman and then tagged out to Nia Jax. Didn't even try to get a pin with her own finish. The finish that she beat Asuka with to win the championship. She hit the ripcord or the riptide or rip your sister's ass. I don't know what she calls it. It doesn't matter. She hit her finish. And she tagged out. Dear God, does that make no fucking sense? And not only did she tag out, like Nia demanded to get the tag, and she was like, okay. Like, that that whole thing was to get Nia over? What about your Royal Women's Champion, for crying out loud? She's the one that needs it, not Nia Jax. I, I, am I wrong here, Bully? Like, no, and you started no, your third 
hour. You started your third hour with that mess. What about the guy that uh, chimed in on social media and said, oh, no, it's for the kids. Yeah. All right. And listen, and, and I get it. There's these WWE apologists there. They, the WWE runs through their veins. And this person is arguing with me like, hey, it's they're, they're doing stuff for everybody. And this is for the kids. Well, if it's for the kids, why is it starting the third hour of the show? You want to put it somewhere in the first hour? I don't agree with it, but okay. You started the third hour of the show with that mess. The match leaves a lot to be desired. Listen, I will say this on a positive note or a semi-positive note because I don't like to take away from the talent who is trying really hard. Um, I see all the women giving maximum effort in there. Um, Every once in a while, I do question whether or not Nia is mentally into the game 100% in the ring. But what I do see from Lana and what I do see from Dana and Mandy, they are trying as hard as they can. Nobody's going out there and being lazy. And, you know, back in the day, I tore... I I tore into Mike Johnson. This is like in 1996 because he would bury wrestlers uh, about their matches. And I would say, Mike, at least have the common courtesy to say that the guys worked hard because everybody goes out there and they work hard. So I'm never going to come on this show and say something sucks without saying the talent worked hard because they do. They, they They really do try. Now, I do believe that they can be working a little bit more, a little smarter with their agent to put a match together that is more psychologically sound and makes more sense. Nia Jack should never be stepping on anybody's arm again unless that arm breaks, especially Lana. Lana is the most frail and petite and dainty out of all of them. And when I say that, I don't say it in a negative way. That's just Lana. Lana is the... She's the most girly girl out of all of them. Would you say is, is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I mean, she's she, uh, she's still like in that trying phase, so to speak, and and she is trying. And I thought she put on one hell of a performance last night. I really. So did. you're gonna bend her arm back? You're gonna step on it again? And what? How come? How come Lana's arm is not shattering, and referees are not stopping matches the same way they did when 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 uh, Shayna first started? So listen. Um, most of the time, uh, I'm really not into what I, what I see from them. You're marching Mandy and, 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 um, Dana down again. They throw water on her. Naya comes and slips on the water and then falls forward. And then she's swimming. Like she looks like a fish out of water. I mean, I'm sorry. If I had the pencil, I would be booking these women into a lot more credible and entertaining segments. And when I say entertaining, I mean entertaining based around a story that lends credibility to having an actual match. I tell you what I do like. I do like um, all the dudes sweating Naya. Kind of dig that. That's fine. I kind of dig that. You know what I also think they should do? I think they should do the $10,000 body slam challenge with Nia. Remember what yeah. they did with Big John Studd back yeah. in the day? They should do it with Nia. None of these girls can slam me. None of these girls can pick me up and slam me. Bully, what do we say about Riddle? 
Riddle is, and it took a little while, but you, you, you say you pop every time you see him come in the back. Every time he's on that scooter, you pop. But when he steps in that ring, he's going to give you one hell of a match. And we saw that last night, and we saw that last week. He's amazing. Why can't they do the same thing with Nia and Shayna? And with Asuka and Rhea. Hey, you want to have shenanigans in the back? It's not, by the way, Bully, it's not funny. All right, Dana, I mean, not Dana, Mandy slipped at WrestleMania. And now they've made that into a running joke with Nia slipping every week. I got to I gotta tell you, it's not funny. It's not entertaining. But if you wanted to do that in the back, outside the ring, okay, whatever. Maybe it's entertaining for somebody. But make Shayna and Nia badasses once they step into that squared circle. Why can't you do the same thing you're doing with Riddle? Make that credible. They're the tag team champions for crying out loud. And then, and then you double down. And now have the Raw Women's Champion a part of this. This Raw Women's Division is a is a complete mess. Think about where this was two years ago and where they are right now on this show. They've taken forget a step back. They've taken a huge giant leap backwards when it comes to this women's division right now on Raw. It's not the way I would be booking it. That's for sure. To me, Shayna. Um, was ruined a long time ago, and I don't. I, I I'm sorry that I have to use the word ruined when referring to Shayna. Not talking about her as a person. Obviously, I'm talking about the character and the performer. A lot of times, she's a deer in the headlights. Um, I, I have. I'm very worried about Rhea Ripley. Very. Yeah. Because I can see the look in her eye when she's out there, and it's the not the same person. And remember, I said the same thing about Keith Lee. Um, the part that made, like, when I see what happened last night with Rhea tagging out after she hit her finish, I legitimately want to look at the agent or the producer and say, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you ever have her do that? Let's just say Vince McMahon insisted on Nia Jax winning, insisted that Rhea Ripley had to do something before she tagged in Nia Jax. Why would you hit your finish? The champion looks so stupid if you hit your finish and then don't go for a cover. Why would you, why would you not do that? That's where this, the agents and the producers, where I hold, the, I hold them accountable. W- protect this girl from herself. She could have hit any other move. You could have, from a clothesline to an elbow to a power bomb to a split-legged acai curly-durly twist with a lemon on top, anything other than your finish. Do you do you do you see what I'm trying? Do you see what I'm getting at? Bully, a, a thousand percent. It is what it is with Nia and Shane. Hey, Davon, let's Davon. We're in a six man, and uh, Dolph Ziggler is our partner. Let's hit three D and then tag out. You out of your fucking mind? But this is even worse because this is your world champion that has not found the direction yet. Has not I'm found the giving- direction. I mean, I, what, is, what is Rhea? One week she's a baby face, next week, the next week she's a heel. I, I, I have, I, I, you know, I have no idea how I'm supposed to feel about Rhea Ripley at all. And it's not like she's just coming here. She's your world champion, bully. You want to get a different take? Go ahead. Gabby, 
How are you looking at Rhea Ripley right now? I'm lost. I'm lost watching Rhea Ripley. Yep. And I compare it to, I, I know we don't want to bring up NXT, but like I saw her as such a beloved, you know, you have so much respect for her. You were so excited to see her come up, all this stuff. And now I'm supposed to not like her, but she's also Raw Women's Champion. But what has she done on Raw to be my champion for me to get behind her? And That's I could buy point. into it. Like, listen, because I like her. So when she won, I was excited because as a talent, she deserves it. She's awesome. She's young. She's fresh. Her look is different than anybody. And, you know, she walks into the ring. Her music excites me. I love everything about what she has going on. So I got behind it because I'm like, they're going to shoot her to the moon. It's going to be great. From what we've seen so far from her winning, why am I supposed to be invested in her? I don't know. That's where I'm at a loss. I go by my investment in people. I don't give a shit about the moves. That's not why I watch. I see things differently than you guys. It's not, oh, you know, like that, that whole thing. But even last night, Bully, I don't look at the moves and the finishes, whatever. I said, why the hell did she tag? Not, why did Naya get that pin? I even knew that. And I don't think of it that way. I was like, what the hell was that? Yep. Now she's trying so to be it nice. Sounds like, so it sounds like when it comes to Rhea Ripley, that the WWE has done a great job at confusing you. Right. She said she was lost. The first thing she says, I'm lost. And I find myself liking her only because of other things that she's done that are not what she's doing right now. So I'm trying to find reasons to be like, why should I invest in her right now? I'm invested in her from her past and what I know about her, not in what she's doing right now. And that's a problem because the farther we go with the same thing, I'm going to forget about those reasons. And I'm going to say, throw my hands in the air with it. So I'm giving it a chance because I do like her. And as a talent, I think she's amazing. But with the storylines and what's going on every week on Raw, they got to give me a little bit more. It's just got to get a little bit deeper for me because she's your Raw Women's Champion. Why? Well, there's no, there was no story. There was no, like right. you said, there was no story. There was no chase. I mean, the chase yeah. is always better than the catch. There was no story. She just showed up, made the challenge, and then won the championship. Now what? Ed, I know you had something that you wanted to add very quick. I just want to say that Shayna should serve as a dire warning of what can happen with Rhea. Because flash forward a, a year and Rhea will be getting a bucket of water thrown in her face. And I got and I had much higher hopes from for Rhea on the main roster than I did for Shayna. And I really liked what Shayna because to me, Shayna is she looks credible. She is credible. Why do we have other than Ronda Rousey, there's no woman in the WWE with more credible of an MMA background than Shayna Baszler, correct? Nope. Nope. So why would we take a credible woman woman? MMA fighter and turn her into something very ho hum and average. Okay, she's not Ronda Rousey because she doesn't have the name recognition of a Ronda Rousey, but I'm sure she has the ability to do what a Ronda Rousey does. So why are we not making her our homegrown shooter, badass, UFC chick, whatever? That's what they did with NXT. That's exactly what they did for her in NXT. And it completely and now, threw that out the window. 
And, and this is where now the NXT and Raw comparisons were going to start to come in. <laughs> Unless something crazy goes on and, and uh, AEW has to go, uh, go to Tuesday nights and we get this war. Now we get the Tuesday night wars. I'm going to start comparing NXT to Raw. Because you just brought up a great point. Exactly what I was talking about, we got that version of our NXT. And I'll be damned if it didn't work. So why can't we just build on what worked at NXT? Why do we have to completely change it? I don't believe in Shayna Baszler at all. Not now. I believe that if I believe that if I showed up to Shayna Baszler's training facility and I had to get into an octagon with her, she'd probably put a nice little ass whooping on me. At the end of the day, I bubble bomb and stack her. That's a story for another day. What I'm saying is the chick's a badass. I know she's going to give me a good fight. In a wrestling match, I could care less. There's nothing there. No. And Nia, you know, too, they were building. You know building, what, though? But I'll tell you this, Dave. Too. I'll tell right. you this. Shayna can be rebuilt and repackaged. Of course. I have confidence that she could be. I don't have a lot of confidence when it comes to the WWE and rebuilding and repackaging at time. You can do this with Shayna because Shayna can turn around and go, you know what? This is all bullshit. This is not who I am. You All you need to do is one pre-tape with Shayna Baszler. Do you remember in Rocky Three when he's looking down into the sink and then he looks up into the mirror and he yep. comes face to face with himself in the mirror? That's what you do with Shayna Baszler. And in the back of your mind, you hear, in the back of her mind, you hear, there is no tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for Sirius XM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.